Oh hi, Tim Leeson here, coming to you live from the past. I'm recording this two weeks ago, two weeks before I upload it, <clears throat> because as you know, if you listen to the show, I'm about to start a new job, and this way I don't need to worry about recording something when I'm trying to cope with all the new job stuff. Um, so if you have any complaints about this episode, please remember that by the time you hear it and have emailed me about it, I won't have remembered what I said. I probably won't even agree with what I've said. Um, I've actually never had any complaints about the content of the podcast, which is nice. I've only ever had people say nice things about it. Um, oh, I did once. I did once have a friend who was listening to the podcast with her kids nearby and... I believe I used the word clitoral hood uh, in a conversation about sex with a sex therapist, um, which put her in a compromising position with her children. But um, that only happened once. And until I just said it just now, I only ever used that phrase once on the podcast. If you listen carefully, you'll be able to hear the sound of an airplane going overhead. Um, so, this is a podcast mini uh, in which I babble on for 20 minutes about something which I think is interesting and worthy, and maybe you agree and maybe you don't. Um, and I guess I just want to... Oh, it's a helicopter. That's exciting. Um, I can't get the light right to show you. Um, I live quite near a military base, so there's often kind of cool aircraft going overhead. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about um, some thoughts that I've had recently um, based on a few conversations with friends. And this came up in the most recent episode of the podcast with Vicky and Francis a little bit um, about what Christianity is. Um, And... The reason why I wanted to talk about that, or why I've been thinking about that, is because my new job, which I'm going to start, I'm just ducking under the sewage pipe, um, as, a, as a chaplain, I'm very excited about, and also quite nervous about. And the thing which I'm most nervous about, believe it or not, is um, working with Christians again. I haven't been... Oh, is this wind going to be a problem? Stop, stop it, wind. For the past couple of years, I haven't been working with Christians. I've been working with what we, we, we call you normies. Um, and working with normies has been great. Um, it's been really great because... And I'm sorry to my Christian friends who are listening to this, but I think you probably know it's true. Christians are judgier than normies. Which is ironic, because our main guy was pretty clear on what he felt about judgment and people judging other people. But that is the reality, in my experience, and I dare say in the experience of lots of people. So, um, what I've found over the past couple of years as my social circle and my work circle has become less and less Christian, 
is that I feel more and more relaxed to just actually be myself and to talk honestly and in a real way about the things that I find interesting and desirable and funny and whatever else. And often when I'm with Christians, I, I feel like I need to be slightly guarded, be slightly careful for fear that they might think that I am not a proper Christian because of the way I talk or the things that I like to do. Um, and like I say, that's a, that's a real drag. That's a real bummer. Because um, I think Jesus was pretty clear about all that kind of stuff. Um, now, I should say I'm talking about Christians as if I'm not one. Um, I am one and I am prone to judginess. Um, and I'm really working on that. I'm working on it because that's what my faith tells me I need to do, but also I'm working on it because I like to have friends. <laughs> and judginess isn't an attractive quality, and it puts people off. Um, and I don't, want to be, I don't want to be a judgy person. But I have it in me too, so I just want to be clear that it's not like, uh, oh shit, there's a cow staring me out. Get a load of this prick. Can you see him? He's fully staring at me. I'll walk the other way. I don't want to get into a kind of cow scuffle. Um, anyway, um, so I swear, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, and who gives a shit? Most Christians don't give a shit about that. Um, even if I say proper ones, like fuck. Um, most Christians don't really mind about that, although some get a bit tense about it. Um, I also uh, enjoy sexual experiences. <laughs> I'm not sure why I said it in that way, but, I, but it made me laugh. Um, I enjoy sex outside of marriage. I have even enjoyed sex outside of relationships. Yes, I'm talking about the casual kind. And that's something that maybe a lot of Christians are less comfortable with than the swearing thing. Um, they, well, I know this to be true. Um, I've never taken a drug, aside from the usual uh, paracetamol and Tums. Um, I've never taken an illegal drug. But I kind of like to one day. I'd like to smoke some weed. I think I'd like to take some mushrooms. But I'd like to do it in the presence of a trained mental health professional. Uh, because I think I'd probably freak out and hate it. I don't even like being drunk. If I have one pint of beer, I get a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure about this. So I don't think drugs are going to be a big issue for me. But the point is, I'd quite like to try them. And again, that's a thing that lots of Christians feel a little bit, I'm not really sure you should do that, about, you know? And so my concern about going back to working with Christians is that I, for the past couple of years, have enjoyed the freedom of being able to have real authentic conversations with friends where I can make the kind of jokes that I want to joke about, talk about myself and the way I want to talk about myself, talk about my desires, and talk about my anxieties. 
without fear of them thinking that there's something weird or wrong with me. Um, and in fact, in the knowledge that for the most part, they would probably share those desires, anxieties, whatever with me. But going back to working with Christians, and look, I've met my new colleagues and they're awesome. They're really nice people. And I, this, this anxiety is completely unfounded in my experience of them because I have not found them to be judgy or anything like that at all. I am really looking forward to working with them. But I have some concern about a part of myself that will want to, what's the right word? Self-censor, I suppose, for the sake of fitting in, of not ruffling feathers, of, yeah, just kind of an easy life. Um, but as I've thought about that and as I've spoken with a few friends about it, what I've, what's, been, what's been really clear to me in my mind is that what that means is that I've missed the point of Christianity. And those judgy types have missed the point of Christianity. Because Christianity is not about a moral code, which I think is what maybe most people think that it is, even people outside of the church. You know, I talk to people who say, I'm not a Christian, but I like the morals of Christianity. Um, and actually, I don't think Christianity is about morals at all. I think it's the opposite. I think, I don't think Christianity is about giving us a moral code. It's not about giving us what um, James Allison, one of my favorite authors, he calls it a system of goodness. Um, it's, it's about challenging religions, religion that does that. Um, that, that seems to me what Jesus was about. So the, what, when I hear, when I read the Gospels or hear, you know, the words of Jesus, that was just me blowing a little bug off my arm. Um, what I hear is, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you do. You're still loved, worthy of love, and you can call yourself my follower. In fact, the defining characteristic of being my follower is that you love rather than judging. And what that means is, and this ties into that conversation with Vicky and Francis in the last episode, you can be a stoner and still call yourself a Christian if that's what you want to do. You can be into casual sex and still call yourself a Christian if that's what you want to be. Um, you can be a murderer, you can be a philanderer, you can be an unpleasant human being and still call yourself a Christian if that's what you want to be. Because the whole point of Christianity is, don't worry, you're not perfect and I still like you. I still think you're worth hanging out with. That's what God, that's, that's, that's how I understand the God thing. That's what God says. I still like you and I still want to be your friend and I don't much mind what you do. So it's not a system of goodness. It's not a moral code. It's a faith that we're okay and that we're loved and that everything will be all right in the end, however much we fuck it up between now and then. Um, 
And I think that's really important. And actually, I think that in, let's say, in the context of chaplaincy, that's probably much more helpful than a system of goodness, than a moral code for people to adhere to. I think a chaplain who comes in and talks to somebody and says, hey, you're okay, you're, you're, you're worthy of love, um, you don't need to worry about all this stuff, is probably much more helpful than one that says, hey, if you do this, this, and this, then you'll be okay, then you'll be loved. You know, I was watching um, Prison Break a while ago, which I, I didn't watch the first time around, but I started watching it recently. It's not great. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way. And there's a chaplain in that show who, <laughs> you know, he's talking to these prisoners on death row, and he says things like, you know, it's not too late. If you give your heart to Jesus now, then, you know, you, you will be able to spend eternity in heaven. And fuck that chaplain. That's really bad chaplaining. <laughs> that sucks, that kind of chaplaining, because it's doing exactly the opposite of what the Jesus story is all about. It's saying, if you do this, then you'll be saved. If you say this prayer, if you give your heart to Jesus, whatever. And as I understand the Bible, the kind of the narrative arc of the Bible, it's, you are saved. You're good. It doesn't matter what you believe. You don't even need to be a Christian. You are saved. And I guess being a Christian is a response to that rather than something that you do to earn it. So being a Christian is a way of saying, oh good, I can relax. I don't need to worry about all of this stuff because I have faith that it's taken care of. Excuse me. And what it should do, therefore, is to help people to relax and be free and be happy rather than to... I'm just going to wait for this breeze to pass in case it blows over the microphone. Oh, it's a long one. We're still going. Just a mindful moment. Shit, it's picking up. It's getting worse. Maybe if I walk a bit, I'll get out of it. Um, okay, I think I'm out of the worst of it. So, where am I going with all of this? When I was talking about this with a friend of mine, Pete, Pete, who I actually talked to for this podcast a few months ago, and because of technical failure, by which I mean my personal failure, the episode didn't record, so he, he wasn't on the show, but I'm, I'm hoping that we can do it again at some point once he's forgiven me. Um, <clears throat> Pete, who's an awesome Baptist minister, the, the coolest guy, um, he pushed back a little bit on what I've just said, not in a kind of, well, but it's true that you shouldn't have sex kind of a way, but in a, in a way that said, but Jesus, Jesus did have anger and there were behaviors that, um, he clearly didn't condone. And those behaviors weren't to do with swearing and sex and drugs. They were to do with greed and with using power in a way as to coerce or put other people down. Um, his anger was safe towards people who, well, certainly towards religious uh, 
elitism, Jesus had anger. So Pete kind of said, you know, that what you're saying is very nice, the kind of message of, hey, it doesn't matter what you do, God still loves you. But is that potentially a way for you as a relatively well-off middle-class person to never be challenged to help the poor and to do right and to serve and all of that kind of good stuff. And that's a really good challenge that I don't quite have an answer to because the truth is if we talk like purely like in a kind of utilitarian way um, I should give away a huge amount of my income to helping those in need. I should sell all of my possessions and give them to the poor. And I should... Oh, this wind. It's an issue. I should um, become a servant. Not a, not, not a slave. Jesus certainly didn't condone slavery. But I should adopt the life of helping others rather than helping myself and I don't do all of that stuff I don't really give much money to charity and and I am comfortable in my middle-class lifestyle um, so there is a challenge there there is a challenge that says there is more for me to do but I'm still pretty convinced maybe I'm wrong but I'm still pretty convinced that God's okay with me. I'm still pretty sure that even though I'm not doing the right thing all of the time, that God isn't uh, stewing in God's wrath uh, over my bad behavior. I think God still likes me. So, I don't know what the answer to that is. I do think, having just said anybody can call themselves a Christian despite their behavior, I find it hard, for example, to believe that Donald Trump was a Christian, even though he act well, he said that he was. Um, so I don't know quite how to reconcile that, because clearly there is a moral element to Jesus teaching but here's the important thing the moral element to Jesus teaching is not about the stuff which Christians agitate themselves over um, it's about all that stuff I just said it's about it's about money like hugely I think potentially more than any other subject he talks about money and wealth and greed um, and he never talks about same-sex relationships. And he never talks about sex outside of marriage. And he never talks about taking drugs. And he never talks about swearing. Um, and all of these behaviours, which have become synonymous with Christianity, are actually rooted in a kind of post-war middle-class ethics... They're rooted in kind of the middle class culture of 70 years ago rather than 
the words of Christ. So clearly there is still work to be done for all of us. Um, but I think, I believe the most important thing about Christianity and about being a Christian is having the confidence that however much I fuck it up, uh, I'm still good with God. And that's my faith, that even though I don't give all of my money to the poor, I am still good with God. Um, and going back to my new job, I think being a chaplain, i.e. being a representative of a particular faith in a context like a hospital, that's a really exciting message. Um, the message being, it's cool, it's taken care of, you don't need to worry. Uh, and it's also really important, if Christianity is going to survive into the 22nd century, that it stops being a club for politely repressed middle-class people becoming increasingly irrelevant. Um, I think Christianity is really relevant. That's why I am one. And I think the, the message of Jesus is as important as it, as it ever has been. But the message of the church, for fuck's sake, <laughs> is... You know, like, there was the Church of England just released, uh, well, probably a few months ago, this huge report about human sex and sexuality with much fanfare. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Everybody, look, we've, we, here's what we think about sex. And the rest of the world is going, well, we stopped talking about that a while ago. Um, where have you guys been? <laughs> um, do you know there's stuff going on in Afghanistan? That's not fair. That's not fair. The church, every Christian who I know is really animated about the stuff going on in Afghanistan. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I certainly don't want to imply for a second that Christians don't care about important stuff. But I do want to imply that Christians do care about a lot of unimportant stuff as well. And I want my faith to be genuinely relevant and helpful to people. And I believe that it is. But I believe that by focusing on this kind of outdated moral code, we are making ourselves irrelevant. Um, so that's the end of my sermon. Thanks for listening. Um, if you're a Christian who's listening, can I recommend swearing um, and taking some drugs and um, having some sex? And if you're not a Christian listening, can I recommend um, Jesus? <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't say that and keep it straight face. I do mean it. I do mean it. I do genuinely mean that. But there's no way of saying that without sounding like one of those guys, is there? Um, and that's not one of those guys who I want to be. Um, but I think the, the point is, I, I think Christianity that the, the words and life of Jesus are really important and really life-changing. 
and I just wish we'd all stop being quite so silly about the stuff that isn't important. Okay, that's it. Um, I'm going to go. Um, I really hope that I'm going to get back home in a minute and listen to this and it's going to be audible despite the little bit of a breeze. Um, and if it's not, well, you won't hear this because I won't upload it. Um, cool. All right. I'll be back all being well on the 1st of October with a full length episode, a conversation with someone I know not yet who. Um, and I'll see you guys then. Um, okay. Bye.